and the Turing test was, he said, artificial intelligence will have achieved a certain level once you cannot distinguish it from a person. And apparently chat GPT now does. Welcome to the How to Raise Money podcast for anyone who wants to raise other people's money for a business or property venture. Right now, there has never been more money on the planet and there has never been more opportunity. This podcast will help you put the two together. So... If you need money for your business or property proposals from banks, lenders, angels, whales or dragons, this is the podcast for you. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the How to Raise Money podcast with me, Ray McLennan. And it's with me, Nigel T. Best. Ray Mondo, how the NFT are you? (laughs) I'm NFT good. I'm NFT-tastic. Does that yeah. give away a hint of what we're going to be talking about? Does it? Well, actually, Ray, we should probably confess that uh, neither of us, if you're watching on YouTube, we are actually computer 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 generated images, um, a bit like Max Headroom, if you remember Max Headroom. Um, yeah, so we are AI because our intelligence wasn't very good. So we've upgraded ourselves to uh, I'm Nigel 2.0 best. um you know with ai integration but yeah folks we were talking about obviously the phenomenon of chat gpt which yeah i I was gonna say i've I've been using something very very similar called jasper for quite a while but um chat gpt nfts uh the world of uh, crypto and all the rest of it and ray actually before we go any further how about this there's a program coming up um, and it was talking about cloud. So obviously people are, you know, we're putting this in the cloud and people are accessing it. And if anyone's got an environmental bent on them, uh, you'll be horrified at this. But in Ireland, they are building data centers. And at the moment, the data centers in Ireland, and bear in mind that they have big Facebook, Apple, and other sort of establishments over there in Ireland, but the data centers are consuming 15% of all electricity in Ireland at the moment, which is more than the entire rural Irish community consumes. And by 2030, it will be 30% of all electricity will be data centers. So that's cloud storage, cloud-based computing and all the rest of it. So as we talk about this one, which is AI, NFTs and all the rest of it, they were saying that a five minute Google search is the same as putting your kettle on to make yourself a cup of tea. So that's, it's incredible. The amount of, the amount of computing power to do that. Yeah. Because everything underneath has to be indexed, sorted, produced, led and all the rest of it. And when you're accessing it, everything that generates that beneath is consuming vast amounts of electricity. However, so, mm. so if you can raise some money to build yourself some electricity generating capacity, <laughs> you're onto a winner. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd, I'd throw that in um, as an interesting step because some of these things that we we think are amazing, we don't realize the impact they might have on things. Um, and I think the program is going to talk about the fact that if you, I think they said in Staines they'd got a plan to build ten thousand houses, and also a data center mm-hmm. and the data center means that there would be insufficient electricity capacity to support the 10,000 houses. So the developer has been told that you'll have to wait. 
Mm. Um, so it's the actually developer. So they're, they're putting the actually, data center ahead of the houses. Yeah, they are actually delaying building houses because the, um, mm. you know, infrastructure for the electricity deliverability is not sufficient enough to cover both data centers and housing developers. And I guess who pays most to the people that make the decisions when it comes down to uh, who do we pick, folks? Who do we pick? Oh, that data center's just, you know, take me out for a nice meal and give me a brown envelope. Um, no, 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 no. Probably. No, people are listening to this, Nigel, because they want to learn how to raise money. So are you suggesting that a way of raising money is to stick some shares into a company that makes data centers or electricity or both? Because we had a guest on a while back, Jason Noble, and Jason Noble talked about uh, about uh, an electricity generating company that he was setting up. And he is. Uh, I spoke to him last week and he's in the process of setting that up. And when he does set it up, he will be looking for uh, investment or you know, be selling shares and that sort of thing. And um, he's offering a minimum 15.15% return on investment. So that's one to look out for. But uh, in obviously, the world obviously, it's not advice. It's not telling you where to invest. We're nope. nothing to do with that. Do your own due diligence. <laughs> and I'm going to quickly stamp caveats all over that. You could, it could go up, it could go down. It could be AC, it could be DC. It could be 240 volt. It could be 230 volt. Correct. It's up to you folks. Correct. Well, uh, the family fiver might, might, might edge towards there. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, um, money. so we talked about NFTs, which are non-fungible tokens. And you also mentioned a thing called chat GPT, which is chat. Uh, the GPT is generative pre-trained transformer a generative pre-trained transformer and it's a uh, complex machine learning that carries out what's called natural language generation tasks with such a high level of accuracy that it can pass the Turing test. And of course the Turing test was um, Alan Turing, the guy um, uh, from Bletchley Park who um, invented the computer uh, and I'm using inverted commas around that word invented the computer. Um, certainly was a step towards the invention of the computer as we know it now. And, and the Turing test was, he said, artificial intelligence will have achieved a certain level once you cannot distinguish it from a person. And apparently chat GPT now does that. Now, the moment it's free in the UK, they are testing a model in America, which is $20 a month. Um, Nigel, you've been using it. How can people use it to raise money, do you think? I think there are certain ways they can use it to raise money and to save money. But let me hear your experiences. Okay. Um, what I'm going to do is I, I'm just going to go to um, one that I put in uh, the other day. So I'm just, folks, this is, this is real time. Uh, I put in, uh, I just said, write 10 ways about how to raise money for a business or property venture. And basically chat GPT has clearly gone to our podcast back catalog and nicked every one of our ideas because Ray, it it's um it's quite amazing really so what have we got crowdfunding utilize platforms like kickstarter indiegogo gofundme angel investors bank loans venture capital small business grants business incubators personal savings real estate investment trusts um i think is that much more of an american 
Uh, it's called a REIT, yeah, R-E-I-T. Yeah, they, yeah it is very American. They do have them in the UK, though, but, but it's, it's very much an American concept, yeah. Yeah, we probably ought to have a, a look at one of those for an episode. Um, public offerings, so obviously going going uh, to the stock market sort of thing, and partner with other businesses. So there you go. I just put that in, and it came back with 10 very reasonable things that you could do. So what what could you do with that? Well, folks, if you are looking to um you know do any sort of fundraising and you're looking you know when we talk about the pitches and how to put things together proposals and those sort of things if you can you know think of what your proposal is stick it into chat gpt and see what comes out in terms of a you know a grabber a headline grabber a hook to get a, an investor sort of to stop scrolling and maybe look at it and then a big you know the headline and then maybe the sub headline and then the the key elements to it you can begin to put together a proposal for people which is really quite frightening um as in frighteningly good or a great start and you can just keep drilling down into these so if if i sort of go back to this and and say uh, so i'm you know where do i find so this you know it's great it's great podcasting is this isn't it where do i find angel investors i'm going to just see what comes up so i'm i'm just typing that in you can find them various methods including online platforms such as angel list gust onevest um professional networks, reach out to those, see who's attending to potentially meet them, incubators and accelerators, angel investor groups, venture capital firms that you could go to. It's important to note that while angel investors can provide valuable funding and mentorship, they also expect a high return on their investment and may mm. have significant influence over your company's decisions. Therefore, it's essential to carefully evaluate and choose the right investors for your business. All right, hmm. folks, uh, this podcast in the future will be brought to you by uh, Ray <laughs> Chat and Nigel <laughs> GPT Best. Yeah, there you go. Um, because this is, folks, this is nuts. If if you are struggling to put together something um, that can explain it to things, mm. so, um, you know, it. So if you put in explain a loan to a friend, you know, I don't even, that's not even a great title, is it? Um, but if you were doing it, you know, and you're trying to explain to people what you're doing, what your property strategy is, mm -hmm. then, then this could be a great way of putting the information together, folks. This is when you're trying to raise money, you want to appear professional. You want to have tied things off. You want to have covered all the bases. And this one here, this is saying a loan typically does not involve a formal agreement or a third party lender and is based on trust and relationship between two individuals. Here's how it works. An agreement, a repayment plan, documentation and payment. You know, if, if you're trying to explain it to someone, you know, especially when we talk, Ray, friends and family are often mm -hmm. a great initial source of how to raise money. And, yep. you know, it, sometimes they may be um, a little bit nervous about doing it, but here you go. You could break it down. And um, so the agreement, the two parties should discuss the terms of the loan, the amount of money being lent, the repayment period and the interest rate, if any, you know, repayment. Well, 
Both I mean, parties meant, should agree, etc. Et I think you mentioned you mentioned there about um, you'd never written down or whatever it was. I think it, it was Samuel Goldwyn of Metro Goldwyn Mayor who coined the famous uh, quote that a verbal contract wasn't worth the paper it's written on. Um, but law does not have a problem with verbal contracts, uh, and in a lot of cases, there isn't a requirement for a contract to be in writing. But there has to be some form of evidence of what was discussed; otherwise, it gets lost in in time. So again. Disclaimer, 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 we would not recommend having verbal contracts, have something, get something in writing, even if it's minimum, it's an exchange of emails outlining what you're going to do. Um, one thing I always do suggest to people when they have a conversation on the phone or, or whatever about something, follow it up with a quick email. Just following up from our conversation, this is my understanding of what's going to happen next or what my understanding of what you meant. The number of times that I have heard from people who've sent that only to get, oh my God, that's not what I meant, or you know, coming back in some different format. So yeah, always commit something to writing. It's good for the soul and it's good for the memory. As they say, the shortest pencil is better than the longest memory. Hmm, don't know who said that, but anyway, it wasn't Samuel Goldwyn, I don't think. Yeah, I was gonna say, we always used to say faint ink is better than clear recollection. Oh um, yeah, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. There you go. Um, here, here we go. Maybe you're wanting to do something around the rent to rent strategy. So I've just said, what's, what is a rent to rent property strategy? And it said it's where a person rents a property and then sublets it to multiple tenants collecting rent, etc. Strategy is also known as subletting or service accommodation. Here's how it works. And there's five things. Find a property, subletting, marketing, profit, repayment. And, you know, if you're struggling to sort of come up with a definition of what you're trying to do, well, this chat gpt yes it may not be perfect it may miss out a couple of things but as a start point folks in order to put together your the information you need to um you know start this and get going because one of the biggest things ray you and i talk about it all the time we see people who procrastinate and they just you know they dither they don't do it they're not sure you know what's going to happen if they do something they're afraid of rejection afraid of somebody saying no afraid of it not working but they never actually get around to doing it now if one of the things that's been holding you back is how to explain things then why not um so i'm going to put that back in why not um, sign up to our <laughs> well hey i'm going to do this um I'm going to put in, how do you, what is a rent to rent property strategy, comma, explain it to a 12 year old. And let's mm -hmm. see if it makes it easier because this might be the best way that you remember it yourself. <laughs> Not saying that you all are 12 year olds, but uh, you know, sometimes uh, was it Einstein who said, you don't understand it if you can't explain it to a kid or something like that. Um, Oh, we're full of quotes today. Gosh. Oh, hey, there you go. Here we go. Rent to rent is when somebody rents a house and then rents it to other people. This person called the renter is responsible for people who need a place to live called subtenants and collecting the money. Think of it like being a middle person. The renter is renting the house from the owner and renting it out to the subtenants. By doing this, the renter can make some extra money each month which can help them pay for their own living expenses. You know, folks, this is, this is, you know, this is great because 
you could probably say what's a rent to rent property strategy for um a professor of economics or something and it'll probably change the language into the yeah. language that they do i I'm going to have a mess about with this, Ray, because um, how would I talk to a builder on site when I want him to put a stud wall there and not there? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Well, and it well. probably start off with a cup of tea, 12 sugars. Um, <laughs> leave, the tea like leave the tea bag in, stand the spoon up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so um, how to raise money with uh, chat. At GPT, well, there was tons of uh, opportunities there. Just go to it. Now, you will have to probably wait to register. It'll ask for your email address, and it might say, we're a bit busy right now, and we'll let you know when we're ready, and then eventually you can get in. I think it took me about three or four days. Um, it is much easier to use it in the mornings in the UK because clearly the Americans are all still asleep, and then at sort of after 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, when they all start to wake up, the servers all start getting hammered with... Uh, college students all over the country trying to finish their exams uh, or the exam questions and uh, the servers get a bit overrun so if you do want to use it in the UK use it in the morning it's much quicker and you tend to get on uh, pretty much instantly but it is uh, subject to closing down as in you know we're a bit overwhelmed right now and we can't answer your question type thing have you had that Nigel have you had that pop-up in red which tells you um yeah occasionally you do uh, all you do is um, you can just kind of click refresh and re-enter your your thing. The the best thing is down the left-hand side, you have a, a, a kind of a sidebar. And each time you are doing a new sort of topic that you're wanting to, um, you know, have people talk about or, you know, you're wanting to find it called a new chat, all those chats are saved on the left-hand side. Okay. okay. So... Um, it, it's very clever. It's very simple. It's very easy, folks. Um, as I say, I've been using paid for features like this for a while to come up with things. And um, especially we've spoken about this before, Ray, haven't we, where we talk about people generating content for their social media profile or their website or anything like that. If you're struggling with some headlines or things to talk about in terms of emails, then just put in, write 10 great emails about, you know, investing in property in 2023. Um, hang on. I'm going to, I'm going to try it. <laughs> right. Well, I'll do write five emails about investing in property. In well, while, the while UK. You're, while you're doing that and typing that in. Um, they are, it's in. It's in. Well, just, it's, it's in and done, and you've got your answer. But here just, we are. It's just, coming back. While it's, still in, while it's still in my head, and before I forget, because you've got it in writing in front of you, um, Chat GPT can also write code for uh, apps. It can also write code for websites. It can write various other pieces of code as long as you know what you're doing. So it's going to be a massive game changer in a lot of sectors, allowing people to do an awful lot more. Um, in a much shorter space of time. That's really the main thing that I can see from it. And we mentioned earlier about legal stuff when we were off camera and I talked about a lawyer I was dealing with and he said his exact words were, uh, in inverted commas, quote, this is going to tear the backside out of the legal industry because he's asked it a couple of questions and you get the answer depending which law you want. You can switch from English, Scottish, American, Canadian, Australian law, it doesn't matter. 
and you can ask for test cases in those countries and it literally comes back within seconds. It's absolutely unbelievable. So if you're listening to this and you have a business that is supplying information or doing this kind of service for your clients, this will be a massive game changer for you, allow you to save a lot of time and money. And I imagine there'll be a few subscriptions you're probably already paying that you no longer need to pay. So um, fill your boots while it's free in this country. So Nigel, you've got something writing in front of you there. You've just asked it some questions. Remind us what the question was that you asked. Um, I didn't really think about it. Just typed it in. Write five emails about investing in property in the UK in 2023. So imagine that you've had a first conversation. You've got the details of someone who's potentially interested in, in doing something with regards to investing in property. This is what's come up. So the first one, I hope it finds this email finds you well. Writing to introduce you to a unique investment thing, increased demand in rental properties. Uh, now's an excellent time. As a seasoned real estate investor, I've identified several desirable locations, et cetera, et cetera. So if uh, you're interested in learning more, I'd be happy to schedule a call to discuss the details. It's very sort of reasonable in terms of its language and grammar and 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 flow um another one thank you for your interest in the you know whatever your opportunity might be i'm excited to share more information with you about this opportunity as i mentioned the uk market is recovering demand for rental properties is on the rise investing in properties in desirable locations. I believe we can achieve a high return on investing while mitigating the risks associated with investing. Um, I'd be happy to provide you with more details on the properties, including their location, rental income, potential for growth. Additionally, I can discuss the investment structure and provide you with any additional info you may need to make an informed decision. Please let me know if you'd like to proceed with a call to discuss it further. I mean, sure. folks, Call to action at the end and everything. Good grief. Yeah, bloody hell, folks. You know, the world is being made easier and easier for you. Um, so if if you've got all the detail but are terrible at writing emails, give it a go. Um, but it it's here, folks. It's here. Um, and it right, we're gonna do another podcast episode about NFTs and raising money from NFTs or maybe looking yep. at getting into nfts because i think that's kind of a slightly separate thing yep. i know we mentioned it at the beginning but i think it'd be good because um guess what folks i'm gonna get on a soapbox and rant about it <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> all right yeah. well um, as the lawyer said it's going to rip the backside out of law i think we've probably ripped the backside out of this podcast episode and uh i look forward to talking about nfts in our next one so nigel i've been ray mcclennan I'm still Nigel T-Best. Thanks, folks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the How to Raise Money podcast. It's made for people who want to raise money as debt or investment equity for their business or property proposal or empire. The website has all the useful links and underlying research, and you can get downloads of the checklists and other useful information. See you next time, where we can show you how to raise money. There is abundance. There is money enough for everyone on the planet. The question is, who has yours?